You're listening to the Incubator podcast, episode number six. About self-development, fulfillment, and career growth so you can reach your true potential. Now your host, Pauline Francois. Hello, everyone. I hope you are doing great. It's been an exhausting week for me, to say the least. Both of my sons have been sick back-to-back. And having a sick child in and of itself is a struggle. Having two sick children, even more so. And honestly, (laughs) during a pandemic, it is a nightmare. Um, Both of them had very high fever, so had to be tested for COVID and couldn't go to school. So basically, I've been juggling taking care of them and working at the same time. So yeah, not fine. (laughs) Hence why also I am recording this completely off schedule and will be posting this episode later in the week than I usually do. I'm grateful they're negative to COVID and that they're back to perfect health now and screaming around the house so you might hear some background noise today. Because of the pandemic, I'm still unsure of what I will be doing for Christmas next week, but I have prepared a menu already, presents, and a very nice bottle of champagne, which I am definitely looking forward to. So today I want to talk about something that is really important to me for many reasons, in that I, very transparently, am also guilty of sometimes, and it does impact me as well. That is our tendency to put people in boxes, to simplify the way we see someone and to remain on a superficial rapid analysis when it comes to understanding them inherently that restricts all that they actually are and the potential of all that they can be. Putting people in boxes is harmful to them, it's harmful to us. Because if we do it to them, chances are we're doing it to ourselves as well. And we limit our own capacities, our own passions, the potential development of our own skills, the kindness we should give ourselves, and the fulfillment we can have in our own lives. Let me explain what I mean by saying putting people in boxes. I'm going to talk about my kids to give you an example. So my sons are four and six years old at this point. Well, actually four and a half and six and a half. They really care about the half part. (laughs) They think their teachers only exist in their schools, which at their age is normal. So for them, their teachers can only be their teachers. They don't see that they could be also something else like a painter or a spouse or comic book enthusiast, a travel lover and whatnot. Nor that they have feelings or that they can also be scared, be happy, be sad, be excited. And I find that rather fascinating because in our society as adults, we tend to do that as well. That is systematic shortcuts and not caring where the person in front of us is coming from. There are several reasons that explain why we do that. First, it's reassuring that people comply with what we expect of them. Our brain then doesn't have to think about it. We'll do these shortcuts with jobs, with genders, with social environments, with origins, whether country or city or even religion. A policeman is necessarily virtuous. A doctor is necessarily smart. A construction worker is necessarily strong. A woman is necessarily fit to become a mother. A French person is necessarily stylish. Well, not true. (laughs) Wealthy people are necessarily happy. These are such confusions and simplification of the complexity 
of human life and of human beings. People cling on stereotypes, not challenging them and inherently encouraging them. Unless you have a strong personality and are curious and have had the type of upbringing that allows you to break free from these biases, then most likely you won't pursue all the different facets of yourself. In a way, it can be more comfortable to comply to doing the same job your parents were doing, to comply with what's expected of you rather than listen to what you truly desire. People who first meet me are often surprised when I say I work in tech because they have in mind an image of what somebody working in tech should look like. And clearly, that's a middle-aged man wearing sportswear, glasses, and a cap. And not a woman, even less so a feminine woman. Our society doesn't encourage people to do multiple things, nor to challenge the existing bias. And the fear of not fitting in magnifies that. It is the fear of being misunderstood by society, the fear of being judged, of being looked down on, and also very frequently being rejected from your own family. Because with evolving and being your authentic self in all parts of your being, it opens you up to whole other worlds and whole other possibilities, which can frighten your entourage or make them feel like they no longer know you. In fact, they did, but they only knew the restricted version of yourself. Expanding oneself brings change, and most people do not like change. They enjoy familiarity, comfort, and dependability because it makes them feel safe and it also makes them not wonder about their own lives and what they could accomplish or who they could be if they broke free from their own box. Other than reassurance, putting people in boxes can also be done by lack of time and being caught up in your own life, all the things that you are doing. And that's one that I'm guilty of. When I'm swamped with work and I'm tired, it's easier for me to simplify my outlook on someone and to withdraw. Once you've authorized yourself to admit the plurality of humanity and of a person's capacities, it does take efforts to showcase someone enough interest to not see the surface only. Do take the time to acknowledge that you don't have to be one thing or another thing. You can be one thing and another thing and another thing and all of the other things that makes you, you. That's the beauty of a human being. It's the complexity and the richness that makes them unique. With their own traits, their many skills, their various passions. I have an illustrative anecdote to share about that. So my mother and I are very close and we see each other a lot because she and my father are very involved grandparents to my sons and also we love to spend time together one-on-one. Last week we went on an errand together and we were chatting away as we usually do. My mom plays the piano and she takes lessons once a week. And she was telling me about her teacher and the fact that he was passionate about motorcycles. Before I even thought it through, the first thing that came out of my mouth was something like, oh really, he rides motorcycles? And as I was saying that, I shocked myself and I was like, wait, what was that? (laughs) Why would you say that? Why would you think that? Why would you make assumptions about his passions and his skills when you don't even know him? And so immediately I told my mom, sorry, that was reductive. Of course, he can both be a musician and a biker and even many other things. So 
I encourage you to think about your own shortcomings when it comes to seeing people and granting them space that empowers them to be the full version of themselves. And while you do that, to allow yourself to fully be you as well. It takes constant work on growing your awareness and mindfulness, and it's so rewarding to expand the view you have on other people and on yourself. What are you saying to yourself that limits you? What are the passions you never pursued? What are the responsibilities at work you are yearning to take on? Think about it consciously and with curiosity to give yourself the green light to be all those things and to see the excuses you found so far to prevent yourself from going after it. I don't have time. I'm not capable enough. I don't have the skills. What if I make a fool of myself? Are those excuses valid? Or are you just hiding from yourself? You don't have to be only one thing. We are all many things and have beautiful facets that deserve to be explored. And maybe for you, That's a couple of things, and that's fine as well. Just make sure you are not hiding from possibilities that would make you happy. The only thing that matters in the end is for each of us to live a fulfilled life. Thank you for spending some time with me today. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I've mentioned biases and stereotypes briefly in this episode. There will be a dedicated in-depth episode in the near future about that. So look forward to it. I'm wishing you a great upcoming weekend and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Comment on this episode on theincubator.net. For more tips and content, visit the paulinefrancois.net site. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. I appreciate your support so much and I'll talk to you soon.